you ever wondered about the wild activities that go on at a bar? Well, that wondering ends right now. Welcome to the Open Bar Talk Podcast, where host Jim Search sits down with bartenders near and far to hear the whopping tales that only a drink slinger has. So buckle in, have a cold one, and enjoy it. Right, y'all uh we're doing it again we're making this shit happen open bar talk podcast episode 22 uh, very excited to uh be rocking again uh, if you want to find the show you can do that open bar talk at gmail.com and if you want to find us on instagram open bar talk uh on the gram and if you check out the instagram page you know i post stories from my crazy drinking days and you know they're all funny they're all crazy you should definitely read all of them uh, if you want to find the show uh, on platform-wise, you can do that. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, I'm leaving out one, iHeartRadio. Uh, those are all the places you can get at the show. Uh, you know, Of course, if you're going to go through iTunes, make sure you rate, review, subscribe. That is how people find out about the show. Very important you do all that shit. So if you want to find me and you're wondering who the, who the fuck I am, I am Jim Search. Uh, you can find me at jimsearchcomedy.com. You can go on all the social media, find me at Jim Search. I make Brandon super easy for you. So all that being said, uh, I'm very excited to, uh, of course, talk more bartending talk. And uh, I, got a, uh, I got a great guest on today, uh, you know, very funny, very funny comedian. Uh, you know, really, uh, I must say, very flattering about my voice. Really enjoyed my ability to steal a home. Uh, apparently, I have a bill collector voice, which I'm very proud of. Uh, but you know what? That's neither here nor there. Uh, Leah Sampson, everybody. Leah, how you doing? I'm good, and I'm very happy that you are not a bill collector. Like, I really was <laughs> shaking in my boots. I was like, what the fuck? Like, because that's how my life is. Like, honestly, right before I'm about to do something really fun or productive, it's like I get a phone call from a bill collector, from my mom, gynecologist with news. It's like it's always some shit that's just fucking everything up for me. So um, <laughs> I'm really happy that you were not trying to I'm- repossess anything of mine. Wouldn't do that. Not not a part of my ministry. Well, that's what they all say. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Just want just have a couple questions for you. Just want to just have speak, a couple. Yeah. Actions speak louder. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, uh, folks, when I uh, when I uh, skyped in, uh, you know, and I knew like because I when I call, I got this like, what's up? I was like, whoa, hey. Yeah. Is like, who's this? Oh, happy guys about to take your life away, ass <laughs> person on my phone. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm only here to uh, to. I'm just here to do a podcast, right? And just here to right, talk. Right. Just talk about your story because I want to hear. I want to hear about it. So, uh, with that all being said, yeah, let's talk about it. So, let's uh, tell us a little bit about um, you know how you got into bartending. Like, what was what was the beginning for you? Um, a bad upbringing (laughs) (laughs) no direction no structure um uh no honestly so to really be honest with you um I got into bartending just I remember like just randomly one day being like I really well I've always been like I cook I love to cook I love to bake I love to create things and then um I kind of just came upon drink, like mixology, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And um, I just became really fascinated with like making drinks and, you know, the art of it and all that kind of stuff. I also worked at a smoothie shop. Okay. So, um, and I became a shift lead within a month, whatever, not to brag, but. <laughs> not to, I'm feeling myself on this one, but you right. should know. I, you should know. I knew my, 
yeah, I knew my milks and shit, okay? So mm-hmm. could nobody touch me. And so, honestly, at Jumbo Juice, we create different drinks and stuff. So, yeah, I just kind of was like, you know what? I'm really into bartending. Let's see what that's about. So I, I remember, like, um, being at home and buying, like, oh, this is back in the day when I had, like, motivation. I remember yeah. I used to, uh, <laughs> um, like, buy, buy, or, like, you know, have empty bottles and fill them up with water, buy little spouts practice bartending and stuff because i was like you know what i could probably do this as a job Mm. and um yeah and you know what i will say you 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 get what you what you wish for you know because i was like at the time i was a bank teller Mm -hmm. and i was like um you know i i need to do something more you know and sure enough, the dream came true. Um, I became a broke comedian, and so I had no choice <laughs> but to be a bartender. Right. So just kind of crazy how dreams kind of play out, you know? I hear you. I hear you. Now, what? Uh, well, tell us a little, little bit about, like, what was the first bar you worked in? How did you get into <laughs> the game? <laughs> My titties? Um, no, li- listen. Fact. Listen. Okay. There's a whole story, I promise. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, okay. So my first was that the okay yeah, yeah I think that was my first serving job ever. What I'm not gonna you know what fuck that place. I'm not gonna plug their name. Okay, we just gonna we're gonna we're gonna call it Titties. Okay, that's just the name <laughs> of the that's the name of the place Titties. Uh, the and uh, all right, right. T- well, I think that's an actual place. I'm not trying to get sued for trademarking, but fair enough. Um, yeah, tits. Tees. Tees. Let's do tees. We'll go with tees. In case your parents are listening or something. You know, you sound like you have supportive parents in your life. That's very flattering. Yeah, and I'm sure it's true, too. And what? I'm sure it's true. Yeah, well, maybe. That's a different parents that support you. I feel like there's a stereotype that if you're a comedian, your parents have to like set you, you know, on fire or something. No. Yeah. Enjoy your love. Enjoy mm-hmm. your love. But back to my loveless um, life, I, became, I was working at this place that was kind of like a restaurant. And, um, restaurant. I, yeah, it, it, which is like um, I like to call it like community college versus like, like university of like titty shit like restaurants is like community college and then like the strip club is like Howard University like I, I feel like that's just kind of the difference of it like they still incorporate some of the same values but right, um, right. <laughs> you know um, <laughs> higher level one is on a different yeah yeah like higher mm-hmm. level absolutely um, uh, restaurants kind of like the beginner stage right. of that world but i was working at this place and um it was kind of like a hooters um but it was like a mexican restaurant okay and um yeah and i was working there because i need i like i honestly needed money um i was that oh fuck you know what yep i worked there before i was a bank teller so yeah i was doing that okay so yeah sorry backtrack that's how i started bartending i remember girls bartending at my old job and i was like i can fucking do that um (laughs) but yeah i started serving and then i saw them bartending i was like this is pretty cool you know so yeah that was like my first time ever behind the bar ever um making a drink but with that being said though even though as a like even as a server you still 
it, it saw the chaos and everything, mm-hmm. you know, that al- alcohol does to men that are ruining their marriages. As they've been, as they've been known to do, that is a song as old as time. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that is how that looks. Yeah. That ain't going to change. Not so, at all. Not at all. Uh, so now with that being said, like what were like, what was kind of like the first couple shifts you were working? Were you, did you fall in and, and nail it or was there like, holy shit, is this overwhelming? Like what was, what was that looking like? Um, from what I remember, I think I fucking crushed it. Like <laughs> <laughs> the dude got blackface. So I think I did my job pretty good. You, um, <laughs> it was, uh, well, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Well, see, here's the, here's the problem. Also, I will say I'm very excited to speak to you. You are probably the third person I've had, like, human contact with in about two months now. So I I'm, thank you sure, for sure. talking to me. Because oh, there's this weird thing happens when I call my friends. They're busy. And I'm like, what are you doing yeah. in a pandemic? Like, running? Stop. Like, just, what? no, there's no point. But, um... Uh, the funny thing is, well, what I did struggle with, I remember my first time ever bartending, what I did struggle with, um, cause before I had kind of like taught myself on like YouTube, like, you know, that kind of thing. So I kind of got slapped in the face when they gave me the jigger Mm. and I was like, yo, like I, I don't know how to do math. So I, (laughs) like I do like to this day. I, you can't, like, literally, you cannot pay me. And I say that because I've gotten fired because I don't know ounces. But you can't pay me to understand a jigger, like, the, the half an ounce, that ha- you know, all that kind of bullshit. So that was that was troubling because my manager was, like, watching. Because, you know, um, if you've ever bartended, it's like, of course, they watch you your first shift to see how sure. you move and all that. But, like, everything else, I could, like, the quickness, like, what kind of drinks you want, the liquor you want, the, the pour. I mean, I can count in my head, you know. Right. Um so I can see how big your, you know, your, your cash tip is and then kind of go from there. And then we play but, off of that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, so yeah, I mean, it was, it was cool. I was there, but that jigger thing, like that still haunts me to this day. Oh man. Well, you know, I, I hope, uh, you know, you work, we work through that. Hopefully you work through that. And uh, yeah, hopefully there's some algebra teachers listening to this podcast <laughs> that can help me because I need, and need to raise my profile. And work this through. So, mm-hmm. all right. So that was so that was the beginning, right? That was where it started, yeah. right? Now, with that being said, you know how. So, how long have you been bartending? Like, what's your? Ooh, uh, what year was that? Two thousand fourteen. So about six years now. Yeah. Okay. So we'll say within those six years, uh, you know, you probably have seen some crazy shit. So oh yeah. Fair to say. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and sure. so then with all that being said, are there some of those? What are a couple of those like memorable moments that uh, that you saw from behind the bar that you were like, I can't believe this shit's <laughs> happening right now? Well, disclaimer: I bartended a little bit here in Houston. Mm-hmm. I was at that place and like little like little little rinky dink little restaurants. Well, my real um bartending started when i moved to austin and so from ah, okay. yeah I've, uh, from i've i've partied in austin quite a bit actually I'm, uh, i I'm, bet you have that's I know what the vibes. you do down there <laughs> yeah the vibes are a fucking vibe i call it mini vegas honestly because like 
it doesn't matter what day. I mean, of course, everything closes at two because that's just Texas state law. Right. But, um, but man, yeah, you could you can get fucked up any day of the week in Austin. It don't matter. Sixth Street it, it, is no joke, if I remember. Sixth Street, yes, exactly. And then that, the thing about and really just so the way downtown Austin is set up is like you got Sixth Street, and then you got like it's like a little monopoly board of like um, streets of bars and they like the alcohol problem in Austin is so real is that they've created houses into bars. They're like fuck yep. living. Let's get lit, and that's what they've done, and they're making great profit off of it. And I saw um, if I uh, I was there, I think two years ago, maybe a year or two ago, and like yeah, there are these like there's this whole neighborhood, and it's like these like I don't know what you want to like these like prefabricated houses. Yeah, and I don't know, I forgot the developer's name, but like yeah, it it looked like a movie set. Like I remember we walked. Yeah, in, yeah, hundred percent. Like, what the fuck is going on here right now? This I've never seen anything like it before. But anyway, sorry. So you, um, so you you got a lot of your experience in Austin, right? Barton. Yes, and and I kind of got thrown straight in. If I'm not mistaken, I think Stick Street was my first, um, uh, bartending gig. I think I bartended in a couple of places. Yeah, I did actually. I've had so many fucking jobs I've gotten fired from. I can't really like keep count, but. <laughs> I've gotten fired from so many bartending jobs; it's ridiculous. But if you're hiring, please, I'm, I, 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 people like me, so that's a good thing. It's but um, yeah, I was working on Sixth Street, which is insanity. And I think the first thing that happened on Sixth Street—well, there's all, of course, there's always fights and and things like that happening. But one thing that happened that I was just like, "What the fuck?" Like, um, <laughs> go on. <laughs> it was yeah, it was like end of closing time, which is always like the like the best but the worst time of the night because the best because okay everybody's about to get the fuck out but that's the hardest time to get people the fuck out so it was one of those nights where it was like a Saturday night I think and you know people just for people just would not leave that night they were like the bar was closed uh security was kicking everybody out and this girl and here's the thing if there's always that one person that is there from like 7 p.m till closing just know if that if you see a person that's at the bar from seven to close they're gonna start some shit just pe- i mean <laughs> they they could be a mom with seven kids at 7 p.m and then they're a slut with no husband by 2 a.m like it, it's some shit happens and so there is this woman she was like i remember i came in around like seven eight o'clock and she was there um with like a friend or something and she was you know really nice woman chilling whatever mm-hmm. time Fast forward, okay, around like maybe 11 o'clock, she's drunk, of course. And then like by 12 o'clock, she's like dry humping like these <laughs> black men, which I, I get it. And but she was like this, like, I'd say maybe like a 40-year-old white woman, probably let's say that. Okay. Um, And uh, so, yeah, so then she's like dry humping these black men who look like they could shoot up the whole place. And I was like, okay, like maybe she'll help keep the peace. Now, those- are, they, are they into it? Are they fucking? Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, they want it. Got it. These are like, I'm sure like, I mean, I'm black, by the way, for people that may or may not know. I mean, I don't, I don't really think like, I don't, maybe because I am black, I don't see a black person with chains and shit and be like, oh, well, he's a thug. I more so see like, he's a rapper. Like, he got a lot of money. Sure, like, he's sure, probably, sure. You know, he, he invests. Like, I think the positive part of that. But these were straight up gangbangers. Like, I fucking knew it. Like, he had like 10 tattoos on his face. So, okay. having this, this, you know, uh, m- 40-year-old white woman up on his shit. I'm sure he was digging the whole... I'm probably, he probably wrote a song about it, you know? <laughs> um, it was a, it was a funny scene. But 
after that, all that shit happens, we're closing. It's 2 a.m. She comes to the bar. She's like, give me another drink. And I'm like, no, can't do that. I want more to drink. And I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. Um, and then, like, I turn my head. And then I, like, look out, like, the side eye. And she comes around the bar. <sighs> go- not just comes around the bar. No. She, she goes. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, she, she does it. She comes around the bar. And, um, you know, some bar, like, most bars have, like, the beers and the fridge behind yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She fucking goes in the bar, opens the fridge, puts her hands in, grabs two beers. No way. And, oh, fuck yeah. And I'm like, what? And I'm looking at her like, no way. <laughs> this is not and, real. No, yeah. I'm it, like, there's no way. When I was drunk, too, so I was like, okay, this is moving either slower or faster than I imagined it. I'm just like... <laughs> I don't even know what to think right now. Like, but right. also like I'm, I'm a little lit and this is my jam on right now. So it was just weird. And so like, I, I was like, Hey, what did you know? And she runs away from the bar. And so I grabbed the beer bottle out of her hand and she tries to play Red Rover with me with the beer bottle. No way. And she's like, <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> Yo man, that is peak. That is Karen before Karen was Karen. I'm saying, like, that was Karen and Catherine all wrapped into one. I was just like, what? I just, I, you know, I like, honestly, at that moment, like, I, I, I wish nothing bad against anybody's children, but I wanted to call CPS. Not even knowing she had kids or not, but I just wanted to find out. <laughs> and get to the bottom of this. Like, look, this is what mm-hmm. we're talking about. She had, she had to get home. So she, right. had, she had a, she, she said her child was up, but she needed to get right. back. And so right. I'm just trying to uh, really hope that those ch- those children are okay. Yeah, so, she she left them at the donut shop on, on you know donut shop on Sixth Street. Like she's a bad person. Now, so now here's my question: Is as this is all happening, right? She's gone behind the bar. She has grabbed two beers out of the cooler. What were the uh, what were the what were the gangbangers doing while that was happening? Repping they set, <laughs> <laughs> throwing up signs. They were thinking, they were looking at, look, they were thinking about the next move. It was like, like, actually, you know what? One of them was trying to tell her to stop. So I guess the one that's still in love with her. Yeah. One of them was like, hey, it's cool. It's cool. Like, it's cool. And then what's even more bizarre is like, I I, I really, I have morals clearly, but I am kind of, I'm one of those kind of people where I just, you can't judge people. I mean, you can, but you can't, you know, it's kind of like. I, I like to kind of just think like, you know what, maybe that person had a bad day, this, that, and the other. But sure, so it's sure. like, if you're going to do something like that, go for the Henny. Right. Go, yeah. Go for the Jose Cuervo, the 1942, you know, Don Julio, like go for some shit that Blue you label, can only. Black label. You know what I mean? Black label, blue label. Hell, there's green label. Did you know that green fucking label? Like, there are so many labels that you could grab other than a Tecate. Uh, yes. You know and what I mean? Honestly, she she as ironic as you say that she pulled the beer that was physically next to the Tecate, so you know the shit was trash. She pulled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, it's literally next to the Tecate. She got a Bud Light and a Budweiser. Oh my God! Are you? It's like. Again, you have your pick, right? If you, mm-hmm. if you're going to be, if you're going to have the caucasity to right. go back there and be like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to take something. Take, yes. like, 
That is just a well. That's a first timer, right? That is a first time thief who was. Uh, like, that that is definitely a rookie. That's a rookie. Definitely. That that's is. like that's like going to Walmart and stealing a burrito. Like no, like bitch, steal the chefs that made them. Like don't just fucking yeah. You know, still. Still, don't still like you know some girls still, like now in Walmart they've locked up on the makeup. I'm just like I'm not gonna go to jail for stealing L'Oreal. I'm 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 stealing the shit to make the makeup, like the whole case, the whole case, yeah, and, and make yeah. Come out swinging, man. Get out there and see it. Yeah. So now, all right. So she takes the beers and then she's gone. She's or I'm sorry, you you went back and forth with her. Uh, um. She so I was so drunk. I'm she if I'm not mistaken, her dude was like chill, 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 it's fine, her, you know, her new her new man. Right. And um oh, and then she tried to hide from me. Because we were trying I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. And that's cause that's it's hard to make me mad, but don't try me in my establishment of work, okay? Like that pit like she tried me and I was like and the fact that she rustled and tussled with me really pissed me off. And I was like, man, like I don't want nobody doing that, but like a Karen doing that to me, that's just that, that that's asking for me to go straight, just pull out the, 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 the niggatry card because it's, <laughs> I'm not having it. And so she tries to hide from me in the crowd. I run after her and I'm like, yo, get the fuck out. Like, no, you got to get out. Right. And then the, the, the bar guy, the bar back heard me saying, I was like, get this, you know, get this bitch out of here. So, get um, this I'm bitch really, the I'm, fuck out. Yeah, I'm actually really nice, but now you try me, bitch. And so, and it's you know, it's like I feel like in those situations, it's like you know, you have you have a measure of respect. It's like, wow, that that really just fucking went back here and did that, right? All right, you were you're ready to do this, but then don't hide. Right, you little bitch. Like, don't you? Like, honestly, if she would have been like, yeah, bitch, I took your Budweiser, I would have like, you know what, have it, have it. Yeah, you'll be back. You earned it. You earned this. Yeah, I'm like, we. you'll be back for these specials we got every day of the week. It's yeah, okay, right. go ahead. Take <laughs> yeah. your shit. Mm-hmm. That's fucking funny, man. Uh, now, uh, so let me ask you. Uh, so that is the most, that is one of the crazier moments, right? Uh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Uh, we. Well, so, and what's funny, this all happened, well, these all happened on 6th Street, clearly, but this other story happened at that same bar. The way Sixth Street works is like they kind of like it, a lot of the um, bars are owned by the same uh, uh, owner. So um, you'll work at this bar and then work at that bar, you know, that kind of thing. Sure, sure, sure. So, but which means that it attracts the same crowds. So mm-hmm. I remember I was at this other. So, anyway, that same bar, there is the same situation. This dude was there from like 7 p.m. And I was like, okay. And then it was like 11 p.m. And he was still in that bitch. And I was like, all right. And then he starts, you know, when when they start turning red, you know. And, and here's the thing. It's like I've had discussions with people, you know. The, I mean, most of the time, nobody ever tries to debate the whole white people be tripping. Thing. Sure. But it's like, no, like, they be tripping. Like, they just do shit that is just like, what? I, like this is not your home like for real i think that's where the like i think a lot of white kids probably do get drunk and start you know doing stupid shit at their homes and that's fine do whatever they please under their parents roofs but it's like you can't do that shit i think around i think the word we're looking for is uh entitlement maybe yeah you know but people 
don't want to hurt any people's feelings, but fuck yeah, entitlement. It's fucking entitlement, and it's fucking ridiculous, and it's crazy as hell, and for them to think that it does not exist, and you know what? Yeah, I believe there are, I got white friends that know when to shut the fuck up and how to do it, and act civilly, and there's some that don't, and I think the ones that do know need to talk to the ones that don't know, because it's causing a lot of problems, but honestly, if they didn't, you probably wouldn't have a couple of episodes you have on this awesome this podcast. This is this is so, true. I would if it weren't. I, I feel like it's a double edged sword, right? Because it gets right. gets you pissed, so, but then at the same time, you're right because then we wouldn't hear this story in particular. You know what I mean? Yeah, because so. you know all my stories got to do with white people. I mean, that's kind of like <laughs> and, and I, look, and not to say that I'm not I'm not gonna be biased. Not to say that my brothers and sisters don't do no stupid shit. But I can honestly say I've never came into a situation with a black person doing some crazy shit at a bar that I've bar. I mean, the most they'll do is, I, I mean, is dance. Like, right. most <laughs> yeah. is, is, is dance and just, like, it's, there's that's like, it. There's this, I feel like there's this, like, uh, there's this sort of laundry list of potential activity that some white folks have when they go out. Cause it's just like, I'm either going to take, I'm going to steal something. I'm going right. to, I'm going to, uh, you know, throw up on the floor. I'm going to fight somebody. I have all these different activities that could happen. Yeah. Meanwhile, black folks are just like, all right, I'm going to go drink dance and I'm going to try and fuck. That's yes. These and are trying to get killed. And try not to get killed. All right, so there's four, four activities. Uh, yeah, let's not uh, forget that one. <laughs> that, yeah, that uh, that motherfuckers are trying to do out there. But anyway, yeah. So, so. And, and, no, it was fine. And and yeah, and so um, so this one, uh, I, it was very fearful to work on Sixth Street because they always play rap music. It was always a bunch of white college kids, and I was like, what song is in this song where everybody says nigga? Like, yep. what what song is that going to be? Who am I going to have to deny service to? Yeah. Um, when is but, uh, when is Juicy going to come on and I'm going to wait? Right. For if you don't know, now you know. And then that is when no one gets served. So Absolutely. Yep, drop the yep. nigga and then I can be done with right. this. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's Let's... like, I'm fucking dripping sweat. Like, oh, when as soon as I hear the, oh, fuck, shit. Bitch, get the doctor. I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. This yeah, some, is, oh, it's not yeah. any Drake song. This is not We're gonna check Travis Wessick. Scott. Let's, right. Let's check Wessick And Absolutely. I mean, pretty much. And one of these dudes, and so that that same white boy, he was drinking and shit, 11 o'clock, start turning red and shit. And that's when I was like, okay, danger zone. <laughs> and then when he started turning red and sweating, like he just ran a mile. I'm like, okay, this is a problem now. And so he comes to the bar, he starts flirting with me. And look, I think I'm a pretty girl, but when I when I wasn't attractive at 7 p.m., but then I became attractive at 11 p.m., that's how I know your shit is fake. Like, that's how I know mm. you were completely, you know, because you wasn't trying to holler at me at 7. Now, mind you, maybe he was nervous or whatever, but nah, I don't buy it. Like, I've been... <laughs> I've been flirting with you from seven to ten for money. Like I know you, I gave you the fucking like, you know, door to flirt with me. And now all of a sudden, I all of a sudden you don't normally date black girls, but you'd fuck me at eleven p.m. I don't know about that, sir. Like I, I don't think I don't agree with that. And neither do your grandparents. Like I think you're just completely fraudulent right now. But fraudulent uh, behavior. Yes, but so he starts tripping and he's drinking and you know whatever we're serving him. I mean, like he was still able to like drink, but obviously he was drunk and he just kept flirting with me, just kept flirting with me, kept flirting with me, kept flirting with me. And so um, I'm just like, nah, man, it's cool, it's cool. Then this girl pops up and then he just goes to her. Obviously, that's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> 
my heart is so broken. And then, um, <laughs> how, will I re- how will I recover? How? <laughs> Where about another drunk white man that wants to experience black pussy? Uh, <laughs> where can I find him? Yeah. Um, so in, anyways, he starts drinking and then he, I'm looking like he's in the corner where I'm bartending and I look up and that's a good thing about me. I always spot the fuckery. I look up and I see something like coming down Okay. and I'm just like, like water or something. I'm like, what? I look over, he's peeing on the floor. Okay. Just, yeah. yeah. Just pees on the floor. And I'm like, yo, uh, you can't do that. Then um, uh, the um, the uh, bar back, the bar back sees him. And it's like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you got to get the fuck out now. And so he's all like, oh, bro, no, it's all cool, bro. <laughs> it's cool. It's totally chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, nigga, it's not. Like, See, what the fuck? Look, if you, if you, you know, if you spill a drink, totally like hey look my bad it's cool don't don't sweat it right then you can kind of right. be like all right but no 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 you are you're pissing you're yeah. pi- you are pissing on the floor that's not totally chill actually that's right the off. opposite that is the opposite of being chill right now right the only time that's chill is if you're trying to get tested for like a uti besides that yeah. it's not fucking chill bro the and only so- place it's chill is if you are pissing in a toilet or if you're getting tested these are the exactly. two places where it's chill. Or if you're into that, right? Third option. Like, if that's your jam, right. whatever, I'm not here to block anybody. So there's three all. There's three places where if you want to do it, whatever. But one of those places is definitely not out at a bar on 6th Street uh, in, no. the, in, in the middle of a uh, busy night. So Barback says, all right, hey, bro, stop pissing. He's like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and I'm just like, this guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this guy sucks. <laughs> Like so hard, and so then the the bar back is like, yeah, man, you gotta get the fuck out of here. So, um, by all my stories, you can tell I worked at five star bars. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say this sounds like Morton's, right? This sounds like Ruth Chris. If uh, you know it, if I shut like as I was shutting my eyes listening to the story, I was like, wow, this sounds like Fifth Avenue, New York City. Hey, you saw that lobster special, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, this sounds like the highest end red lobster I've ever heard. Yeah, that's. What, I mean, on. you you might have grenadine in your lobster <laughs> tail. <laughs> 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 fucking blue garrasco. <laughs> Yo, man, I haven't thought about grenadine as a fucking idea or a concept Yo! in fucking years, man. You oh, don't even. Shit. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that because Grenadine discovered a new part of being black that I didn't even know existed. I mean, um, Grenadine and Coronas. Uh, oh that- yeah. Okay. What the fuck? I worked at this black, like older black club, and literally that. Did anything bad happen there? Probably. But yeah, all the all the black people were like. And I thought I was a nigga, but these was like nigga niggas. I was like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> you want Grenadine in a Corona? Like they're like. Yeah. What, what what's up? What what point are you trying to prove out here? What is, right. I was like, did you think you better than me? Like, <laughs> like you realize this is doing the opposite of what you think it is, right? <laughs> like, just, this I, this isn't I, helping the cause. You know what I'm saying? Not, it's really not. like you know, like I mean, as black people, we have our things that make us who we are, and it's fun, sure. it's wonderful. But when when something comes into the circle where it just makes all of us question it, it's like, that's probably not what's up. Like that's not what's happening. That's, that's not what's popping fam. It's not, but mm-hmm. yeah. So he ends up peeing and then check this out. It gets all cuter. Right. He not only pees, 
Go on. He's as he's getting kicked out, he like lays on the bar and he's like, oh, bro, give me just one second, one second. So the bar back was like, okay, yeah, obviously he's fucked up. So let's give him a minute to just get his shit together and then sure. kick him out on the street. Right. Well, he took the opportunity to just throw up all on the bar. Oh, fuck, And man. on the floor. <laughs> it is like, you know what? You can't make this shit up, man. No, no, you can't. It's like, homeboy, you know, you've now pissed on the floor, right? Yeah, man. And then you've decided that, well, you know what, that's not enough. They haven't, no. they haven't really seen who I am. I need to bring my whole right. self to this and I'm going to throw mm-hmm. up all over the fucking place. So, yep. so, so after he throws, so he throws up, I'm assuming everybody else has cleared the fucking path, right? Has gotten, um, you know, Drake was playing. So people was kind of like caught up in that to be honest. That. Like, wow, interesting. Yeah. I mean, of course people are like, Oh shit, that's fucking gross. But you know, like everybody just seemed very like, yeah, like, I mean, they weren't freaking out like I was, and I was behind the bar. Now, well, let me ask you, was this like a, uh, like, what was the age, uh, the demographic? What was the age group? I mean, I can uh, guess it's college, but I'm going to... Entitled? That's yeah. what the fucking age group was. <laughs> that is, you know, it's like 18 to 30 and then entitled. Uh, yep, pretty much. Yep, 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 pretty, sounds, much, pretty sounds much. Sounds about right. Well, you know, it's funny because, like, I feel like within that level of entitlement, right, is that like mm-hmm. you, you're so focused on what you're doing that mm-hmm. even though this motherfucker has pissed and puked everywhere, that's not a part of the day. So you're just like, you know, what? No. I'm going to just keep, I'm going to keep doing my thing and homie is just going to be puking and pissing. Pretty much. And yeah, strange way to live. <laughs> so that shit happened. And I was like, <laughs> strange. That, that's, what a strange way, yeah. What a strange way to go about your day. Absolutely. And, and that was the point. That was, that was, I would say, if not that night, uh, maybe that week was when I downloaded the Indeed app because I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. This is too much. <laughs> you know what? Uh, this is, this is where I, uh, this is before and after, right? Right. I was like, yo, I, I'm talented and shit. Like, I can't. This is too much. I have other skills. I got skills. Right, I got dreams. Like, yeah. this is fucked, okay? I can't I can't let my legacy be determined by this. Not at all. Time. I'm not going to let that be. <gasps> oh, fuck. I didn't even tell. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Go for I'm it. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm going to keep this really short. I, and please tell me when to shut up. It's just so much, like, trauma has happened. Like, well, I, I bartended at the strip club one time, and I got hit in the head with a, a cup of puke. All right, now, <laughs> there, you know, it'd, be, it'd have been funny if that was, you were like, and that happened. So anyway, like I was saying before, it's like, wait, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, so like, okay, and, and so that was that thing. So um, you and that were, happened. <laughs> how? All right. Uh, I think first oh, question is fuck. how? How does that happen? Uh, this podcast is like therapy. I feel like I'm bringing up all the trauma back up and. Like, I, I feel like all the craziness that's happened at the bar, I forgot about it. The way that this happened, as the, the, the rest of every piece of dumb shit that happens in my life, I was at the um, strip club, and I was bartending, and I was cocktail serving. Was this in, uh, and, was this in Austin? Of course it was. Okay. <laughs> I 
don't feel like that's Houston shit to be throwing cups of puke at people. Yeah. So. That, you know what? To be fair, you're, yeah, I, I mean, that's a, uh, go on. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're fine. Um, so, um, the way it kind of works at the strip club, it's like, you know, you can kind of serve everybody, that type of thing. Like, you can be behind the bar and find the person or whatever. So, anyways, long story short, um, I was uh, on the patio and I was serving drinks to some one of the dudes and uh that's you know where the strippers hang out that are contemplating going back to school so they're just kind of sure. hiding yeah. in, in the patio <laughs> 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 looking up looking up courses and shit to take so Phoenix Online, huh? Okay. That's the <laughs> tuition rates here for Oh, DeVry? Okay. Oh, I'll be make this in a morning shift. Let's get it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to all the strippers going back to school, but we see you. Mm-hmm. You are um, there. You are seen. You are represented. Go on. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Um so, so I'm out there and so these two dudes are arguing. This yeah, these two dudes are arguing. Of course, don't know what they're arguing about. So it's like, I don't know what the other guy was or looked like, but of course this dude was like white, kind of like a skinhead low key. And so he leaves and like the argument wasn't finished or whatever. So I'm like, okay, well, as long as they're gone. So I'm just sitting there talking to, you know, everybody that's out there or whatever. And um, it's kind of like a slow night. So we're all just kind of hanging out. And Mm -hmm. then the guy comes up to the gate smiling so it's like the the patio was like a like a gated patio so you could see like the parking lot from the patio right and um he he comes up to the gate and he's just like talking more shit I don't, again i don't really know what's happening and then uh he's smiling at the dude the dude's you know barking at him okay. and then you just see that you see him with this cup oh. it's like this like Mm, for like Route 44, whatever it's called, kind of like fucking cup. Mm-hmm. I'm about to throw up just thinking about this story. I really hope I'm getting paid for telling the story because I, I like I need therapy right now. Um, <laughs> he fucking he fucking gets the cup and just chunks that shit over the patio and it hits all of us. It just oh, it sm- it gets all on this dude's face Gross. and in his mouth. And on his glasses, it gets in my hair, which was a wig, which means puke is not easy to get the fuck out of a wig. No. So no. It's, it's it's in my wig like a bullet. It's on me. It's on. It's in. It's in. It's on me. The shit's on me. The shit's on. It shit's on everybody. It was like Nickelodeon slime time. Like oh, everybody boy. was fucking slime. Right. And um. And at first, we're all kind of like, of course, everybody's like, what the fuck? Everybody's like, stunned. Like, what? Yeah. And then I smell it, and I look at it, and we're all looking at each other, and we're all like, and then this that, is puke. Yeah, I was going to say, that's when it dawned. Like, okay. Yeah, like, like this drunk asshole. Yep. Oh, so boy. I throw up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I fucking puke. I throw up, and then I was like, I got to go home. And then, like, the strip club manager was like, uh, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah, or I, I suppose. And like, like, did it get in your mouth? Okay, well, nah, you're all right. All right, I guess, yeah. I guess that's, I guess that's fine, right? Holy yeah. shit, yeah. man, that is, that yeah. is terrifying. And Ooh. you know what's even crazier? 
I do not. I kept working there for two more months. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That might be on you, actually, I think, at this point. No, that that's on the economy in Austin, Texas. They didn't stop <laughs> fucking raising the price of milk. Shit's fucking ridiculous. Because now my black ass <laughs> is working at a strip club. That's I'm a getting, fucking problem. Is the br- cost of bread and milk, right? Right. It ain't my problem. Assholes. That is funny. Hell no. That is, that is terrifyingly funny. Uh, I will say. Yeah, yeah. Well, you asked, I gave it. Yeah, and you know, I did. I, I, I would not say that I didn't want to hear this. So, <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, Leah. This was, uh, this is a very interesting dive into the world of, uh, of the bar scene, and you know, I'm, I'm hoping that this will bring some healing, uh, getting this out. I hope so too. You know what I mean. Um, yeah. So now that then brings us to our, uh, our next segment of the show, right? Which is five questions for a bartender. Now, uh-huh. these are five questions that I ask each guest, and there are no wrong answers. You bring what you got to these questions. So, first question. What is a misconception people have about being a bartender? What is a myth that's really not, not the real deal? Um, that we make... That we make a lot of money. Like, mm-hmm. but... But here's the thing. We can, but the problem is you'll have people that, like, won't tip. Like, I've had people not tip me and say things like, oh, well, I know y'all all making money tonight, so I don't have to. T-. It's like, well, you know, there's, like, 30 other idiots that are thinking just like you. So we're not making money because all of y'all think that we're already making money. Right, right. And also, you know, <laughs> along on top of that, that's also the standard practice. Right. Like Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. should be given a dollar a drink, homie. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. At minimum. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, you know, this is the uh, 22nd episode and, you know, I, I feel like in the last five or six that has come up too, is that like, you know, bartenders, you know, they're not pulling in hand over fist. Right. Where it's right. Right. Exactly. Like pay us bitch. Yeah. Bring out the, bring out the cash. So yeah. that being said, uh, that brings us to our second question, which is, what is the biggest tip you have ever received as a bartender? Um, hmm. I'd say about $1,200. God damn. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. well. And, but check this out though. Check this shit out. The only way it happened was because, again, back at the the tea place, yeah, this guy he was a sugar daddy to one of the girls, and she didn't want to fuck with him no more. Ah. So, so he came in one day looking for her, and she wasn't there. So I was there, and he just sat there the whole for like three hours, just bitching me, bitching to me about her. I think I served him one beer and some hot wings, and so he left me a five hundred dollar tip. And a diamond tennis bracelet that was supposed to go to her, but he gave it to me to make her jealous. Oh, and then, wow. And then he came back the next day and he left me 600 more dollars and then left me a sapphire diamond tennis bracelet. And then I pawned the bracelets and then had the, took the money and moved to Austin. God damn. <laughs> so... The hustle don't stop, baby. So no. that's the biggest tip I've ever gotten. Yeah, for sure. That's the biggest tip. Off of another bitch, not fucking with him. So it worked out for me. As we said before, God is great all the time. All the time. Want me to do it? 
Won't he do Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Won't he do it? <laughs> he, won't, he did it. So, all right. <laughs> Next question. What is a what is your pet peeve of a customer? What is the one thing oh! that you like? Don't and don't fucking do this. Tell tell us how what much it time is. we got left. Um, first of all, don't unless we. I, okay, look, I'm not gonna say that I've served. Well, first of all, tip every time you buy a drink. Every fucking time you buy a drink, tip at least a dollar or. Start a tab. If you want to just pay at the end, start a fucking tab. Don't do that bullshit. Oh, I'm going to tip you at the end. No, you're not. Because at the end, you're going to be drunk and you're going to forget and you're going to fucking leave. And I'm not going to get tipped after serving you 20 fucking drinks. Mm -hmm. So tip after every drink. And honestly, if it's just a dollar, that's cool. And here's a little game. Bartenders are normally really understanding friendly people you have to be friendly and understanding to serve uh drunk babies for a fucking living okay you have to be very patient <laughs> so like if you work with us we'll work with you if you if, if you got a bartender and let's say you buying you know you you and your girl you buying y'all get a couple of rounds yeah you probably know you are gonna probably leave like five bucks or something at the end or ten bucks or however much the drinks are blah 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 but if you give the bartender a dollar each and every, at least a dollar each and every time they serve you a drink, um, actually, no, I take that back. Pause. Okay, sorry. Uh, okay. Let's just say tip. I wouldn't even say a dollar. Just tip. If you tip just, between each drink. Just tip. Your drinks. Yeah, just tip, period, between each drink. And I'm saying that because, like, I've gone, I'm not going to lie, I've gone out before where I've gotten three vodka cranberries and i've tipped a dollar each time but of course i'll tip more at the end anyways but my point is the more you give money to the bartender i promise you i promise you the the stronger your drinks will be we will hook your shit up if we see you pay, like showing us love we're gonna show you love especially if you were a woman we gonna bro it's we gonna still like we gonna get that shit popping for you bro like we gonna make make her feel like she want to go topless up on the bar like we're going to <laughs> hook the shit up we're gonna we're gonna make things right so yeah. all right. So tip like you don't like do not not tip if you want to start like you want to pay at the end tip at the end. Um, start a tab. Do not say oh I'll tip you at the end. Do not fucking do that because that's that's because that's the thing like a lot of people don't understand. Bartenders make our we make our money off of tips. That's it. So if we don't get tip, we don't get money. So like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, in other words, to those of y'all listening, uh, fucking tip. That's true. That, if you and and also it's like I don't maybe I'm just old school, but if I'm ever about to go out, I I, I bring a certain amount of money and I break that money up with tip and drink. I don't just take money out and be like, oh, I'm spending this money on drinks. Like, no, you got to include you, tipping too. Mm-hmm. Well, because that's uh, that's how you're supposed to roll, man. That's the uh, that's, yeah that's the deal. You know, you can't say your broke ass at home. And that's that is a uh, that is a fact on fact on fact. <laughs> Now, all right, next question. If you owned a bar, what Ooh. would you name it? Oh, actually, okay, damn. I'm so happy you asked me this question because I, I, I am going to be a bar owner one day. Um, I guess off the top of my head right now, I would call it, um, damn, that's kind of, no, nah, I was going to call it Sparkle, but I know some dudes, look, that's gay or whatever, but 
I think Sparkle. It's your bar. Fuck it. You yeah, do whatever the fuck yeah. you want. Sparkle. And maybe is. my bar is gay. Maybe <laughs> yeah, I do got what, a gay ass bar. And also, yeah, what if it's a gay bar? Or if it's a bar that gay folks go to? So no, you know what? It would be, yeah, it would be called Sparkle. And um, it would have a little bit of everything. It's got whatever you want. You come yeah. for whatever you're looking for. Yeah, just no violence. Oh, it'll kind of be like have you, uh, one of those. Um, What's the the uh, silent disco? Like how like each yeah. room has different. It'll kind of be like that. Like each room is like a different. Um, I love clock club bars like that, where like each part, like different parts of the bar, is a different like DJ or a different theme or you know video games or some crazy young people shit. That's kind of what I would I would have. I like. It'll it. be glitter everywhere. Fucking glitter everywhere. You can't go there without coming home. And your wife thinks you cheated. Like, glitter every fucking way. That's perfect. I like it. All right. Thank you. So, final question. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite drink to have? What do you Ooh. Well, I usually go for a mar- like a, um, a margarita or a Mexican martini, which is kind of like a margarita, just less juice and bullshit. Um but when you asked, a Long Island popped up in my head, and I don't think I've, I would ever turn down a Long Island. So, yeah, I'd say wow. Long Island margarita. Yeah. Okay. All right. That is a, mm-hmm. uh, that's a those are both very strong and aggra- they, they get the job. <laughs> yes, they, they do. They both and it reminds you of the summer. That, and yeah, you know, those both will get, then they'll get you right. They'll get you right in the summer. Yeah, they sure will. Now, all right. So those are those are our five questions. Thank you again for uh, for bringing us into your world with those. Now Absolutely. we are going to get to our final segment of the show, which is what were you drinking? Now this is the part of the show <laughs> where I go into my Facebook timeline and find some of the messier posts that are out there, and we can only <laughs> assume that the people that wrote these were fucking drunk because no sober person would volunteer this information. Right. All right. So, again, as I said before, if you have any clarifying questions, you know, guy, girl, what time, et cetera, feel free to ask. So, here is our post, what you were drinking. I'm trying really hard to keep to myself, but it's like the world just keeps – oh, I'm sorry. Let me me start over. I'm trying really hard to keep to myself, comma, but it's like the world just wants to keep getting in my face. What – what are they drinking to to bring that to the front? Okay, I have it. I already have an answer, but is it a male or female? Male. Of course. I already knew it. I already fucking knew it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? Fuck it. Whiskey. I don't even, I don't even have to like put like, yeah, absolutely. That's mm-hmm. definitely a sad. Um, I mean, you know, we just going to put the white thing out there. Um, and you know, he definitely sounds like he's probably no older than 32. Um, he's definitely going through like a 23 year old crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying to be a good person, but he's just like, my mom keeps fucking trying me, bro. So, um, you know, cause whiskey kind of makes you feel for me personally, whiskey chills me out. Whiskey is kind of like a, a chill drink, but if shit, if you need to handle some shit, whiskey can also do the trick. It, it can also give you that boost of like, let's, let's punch mom in the face. Sure, sure, exactly. And, you know, I believe that it's called, uh, white rage. Uh, yes. With, with some white folks. The, uh, yeah, the, yeah, mm-hmm. That's how they go. 
Very, the Jim uh, Beam Rumble. <laughs> the Jim Beam Shake. Uh, yep. <laughs> That's uh, that is how you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. This is what's gonna. This is what this is what this is about to be. <laughs> The Jameson Jab. That's the fuck that's called. <laughs> that's the fuck that's called. The Jameson Jab. That is funny, man. <laughs> that is really yep. fucking funny. Uh, all right. Well, you know what? Thank you. Uh, thank you for bringing your expertise of diagnosing what the fuck these people are drinking when they wrote. Thank you. Wrote. Uh, and you know what? That, uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, you know what, Leah? Thank you. Uh, thanks for coming through. I appreciate thank having you. you on the show. This has been really fun. Uh, you've seen some wild shit down in Austin, uh, and no one can say <laughs> that you haven't, uh, especially now because this is here and these motherfuckers need to know. So, uh, where can, uh, where can, uh, where can people find you? What's, uh, what's, uh, Instagram tag and all that shit? What, what do you got going on? Yeah, um, so you can catch me on Instagram, um, at official Leah, L-E-A-H Samson. It's like Simpson, but with the A. Official Leah Samson on Instagram, um, Twitter is L-E-A-H, Leah, um, underscore, I believe, Samson1. And then I think that's about it. I have a um, podcast as well called Hear Me Bitch that we're working on new episodes and different things like that. All that info is on my Instagram and um, YouTube as well, Leah Samson Comedy. And all that stuff is pretty much on my Instagram. So, yeah, that's, that's about it. Very, very good. Thank you. Uh, there you go. And go look, uh, go check that shit out, folks. Uh, you know, and again, also, uh, you want, if you want to find this show, uh, you can do that, uh, openbartalk at gmail.com, uh, open bar, open bar talk on Instagram. And also, you know, if you want to find me personally, I'm at Jim Search on all social media, jimsearchcomedy.com. Uh, you know, those are all the good places to get a hold of me, uh, for shit like this. Uh, also, uh, if you want to, uh, find this show, I'll just plug the, uh, format again real quick uh you know jim cert uh not jim cert uh i'm sorry uh itunes uh stitcher spotify iHeartRadio. uh these are all the good places to uh, find this show uh rate review subscribe you know that is important because that is how motherfuckers find this show because the show is really dope and everyone i have on has craziest stories because i think bartenders have seen things that we will never see and it's important that they tell us what that is so um again that'll do it for us uh leah thank you again uh thank you appreciate it uh make Make sure you put a water between each drink. Oh, yeah, and before I go, I always say this at the end of each episode before I get to that. Um, support your bartenders out there right now, folks, because uh, you know what? This is a really tough time uh, for everybody, but especially if you're in the hospitality industry. that uh, has been hit really hard, and it's important that, you know what, if you got uh, you got your local bar, uh, you know, you, uh, you throw them a couple bucks, you know, they got GoFundMe's, yes. they got all that shit going on right now. They've been, bartenders, uh, service have been taking care of us for a long time. It's important that we take care of them now. So make sure you, uh, you throw them a couple bucks if you can. All right. Uh, and then that being said, make sure you put a water between each drink and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. <laughs>